what is going on everyone thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for the views of the last one pretty great surprising amount of hits there and of course check out the socials i got bruner yep. with me as always we got the bruner here and it's just gonna be me and bruner today i'm gonna make it for this cut but it says it's gonna be a ranting episode nothing really too serious here just gonna go down a list of things that we've been going through um if you relate to this of course let us know your stories let us know your experience rant with us um, I'm very excited, personally, because I have a lot to fucking go through. But we'll go through it just like basically a normal conversation. And, um, yeah, there's a lot I want to say. There's a lot I kind of want to hold back just because I know some coworkers listen to this. So there's a lot of that. And, yeah, I mean, let's just get started. I mean, I'm how are you fine. doing, Ritter? Um I'm doing good. Um... We got some new news, you know, because we're living in some, it's been, it's been crazy right now, some crazy times right now, but I'm just going to hand it off back to you because uh, I share a similar experience, I've shared a similar experience. So Anthony, what's been going on with you? Well, lately, you know, um, Clark Troubles, uh, I guess one thing I want to say on this podcast, and you could quote me on the ear, the quote is, is never buy a Chrysler. That will be your fucking trouble of the year. And I didn't learn that mistake and I bought another Chrysler. So not this, not my current car, the one I just got. I got another one. Um, I mean, like, I don't even know where to start, man. So my current PT Cruiser, you know, the one that Michael Scott drives in season five. I had that one. I thought it was a shit because of the office, too. I didn't think of any of it because of the office. And, you know, slowly with the oil light would come on right when I put oil and then it would always make loud noises when I started and now it doesn't even start so that's great so that means you know Crispy's gotta get his ass to the dealership you know on his the very limited day off and put down some money that he wasn't planning on putting down right before the holidays so I can go in there right I won't say the dealership's name but I'm in there and I hate the smell of dealerships I don't know about you dude the smell of a dealership just gives me a fucking headache. Just gives me a headache. I got to do my paperwork outside. So I'm already pissed off that I'm going there. I got a coffee. And you know, I have my pay stubs and got everything. I have a pretty good job. You know, I don't, I don't lie with you. Um, I think the only thing that one thing that fucked me over is I had no credit. No credit. Okay, you guys got to realize I'm 22. Never had a credit card. Mm-hmm. I know that's my fault. I don't blame anyone but myself. But... but- the thing is, too, is That's like, okay, well, how do you get credit when you're like, okay, I'll apply for credit, you know, if they, uh, I'll apply for a credit card and exactly. then, you know, you know, make purchases and then pay it off on time and then gain the credit. But then you apply and then a lot of credit card companies are like, oh, well, you know what, since you don't have credit, uh, we can't give, we can't give you the card. You're like, okay, well, how do I get the credit? Exactly, dude. Look, I just want this on record. The fact that I went into the insurance place and the car dealership and they both smelled the same is terrible. Um, so anyway, I get there. I don't. Bruner has a really nice car. She can relate to this. Um, you know, I, I like I mentioned, I have the PT Cruiser before. Never had a really like good, good car, good new car. You know, I used to have a PT Cruiser and I had the Crestie before, like I mentioned. So, honestly, for me, it's just like, I just wanted a new car. I thought I'd deserve it. So, I'm like, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to go. 
the dealership, gave myself something nice. Originally, I was looking for like a 2018, 17, around there. I ended up getting a two, uh, 2020 Honda Civic uh, LX. Uh, really good car, had a lot of good features in it. They threw in like retires and oil change. They painted everything. Uh, I was texting Brewer through this whole process. He was giving me advice on what to say. He basically gave me a script. Made me sound smart there. So we got it done and we put the payment down. So it's like, okay, just insurance time. Shouldn't be too hard. First off, it took me at least three weeks to finally fucking pick out a car. You know, from walking into the dealership. I know because I think we it started week two of the NFL season. And now we're over here in like week 10. So it's been going on for a while. And now that I finally put a down payment, I finally have a car. You know, the last thing that I thought wouldn't be the bitch is the biggest bitch. And that is probably the insurance. And that's what I've been dealing with right now. You probably see me going back and forth too. It's terrible. And I'm just getting fucked over every quote I get. Every quote I fucking get. I swear it just keeps getting worse. Literally, I started from 339. Right? They quoted me that. And I'm like, okay, let me go look at other options. It's gone from like 400 to 500 the one i just called right now they told me a thousand dollars down a thousand dollars down what the fuck man like i don't dude and then this is the worst part so we go back and we call the one that quoted us for 339 it's actually going to be 500 there was never no quote there was never no fucking quote that was the worst part dude like the worst worst of it like I am in a shit storm right now. Like, I tried progressive. I tried, get, like, everything. I don't know what to do. And at this point, you know, I'm going to go down to some fucking Walmart insurance and just fucking walk in and sign up. You know those fucking people that have insurance booths in the very front of, like, the supermarkets? At this point, I'm about to go there. And it's crazy as that sounds. Like, I don't even know, bro. It's stressing me out because... I have my dealership telling me, hey, everything's ready. Your car's ready to be picked up. You need the insurance. And I'm over here, no car, using my mom's car. You know how embarrassing that is? Like, using my mom's car. And my car's ready. It's ready to be used. But I can't fucking use it because no insurance wants to fucking give me a good quote. And yes, I understand because of my age. Um, it, it does have to be a factor. But, you know, I go ask Bruner. I go ask Aaron, our friend Aaron Post. I ask some other friends. They're no, they're nowhere peering, like paying near as me. Like I'm in a different ballpark with these guys, and that's what pisses me off. Is like I can't even enjoy a car because my fucking yeah. insurance quotes are way too high, way too high. Yeah, I need to bring your motivational uh, quote here. Uh, I was just saying, like uh, this whole dealership thing is like it's too stressful like it's stressful and it doesn't need to be stressful like for whatever reason is what i found like like buying a home like getting a home and dealing with real estate people and buying a car and dealing with dealership people like they're too just too stressful like they're more stressful than they should be i mean i think the whole insurance I, I don't like insurance i don't like 
that I'm paying two fifty. I know Anthony would take that in a heartbeat, but I feel like yeah, just the whole insurance in general, like they just when the time comes, you're like, hey, something happened with the car. Like I've been, you know, I've had this car for five plus years, haven't gotten in an accident. You know, I'm a good driver. So can you know, can you help me? And then like they're like very hesitant to help you. And then they're like, oh, well, duh, this and that and this and that. And then we got to do all this and that stuff. I'm like, it, it's, it's ridiculous. And that same thing with like, yeah, you know, shout out to the last story, but I'll tell it again. Because, you know, me and Elite, we had this conversation when I got in my car. But I went to the dealership and we're, you know, we're financing this car. First time ever in my life that we're doing it. And, you know, everything was smooth. I had my dad co-sign it because, because it, it, like it for the whole process, because thank God he has good credit. But, you know, I remember the thing that they told us and it still burned into my head was that they said, um, because we wanted a, a certain type of car and they didn't have it uh, locally. And then they're like, we can, we have dealerships, you know, across the state. Uh, across the country they're like we can like here is here's it in our website if you give us the money to have it shipped here then that's basically like you're holding the car like that tells the other dealership hey don't sell the car because this person from here put money down on it so you're gonna get ready to ship because so i'm like okay and then, you know, I was first a little hesitant, like I'm telling my dad, like, I don't think so. Cause it was a, like, it was a thousand dollars to have the car shipped here. Like we yeah. had like me and my dad, we combined, we had saved like set. We in total, we saved like 17,000. And then we're like, oh, we're like, but that like, it's going to like hit us. You know what I mean? That it's going to take away from the 17,000. And then, so I remembered like the manager of the dealership, like just pressing me. He's like, if you really want the car, put the down payment, you know what I mean? Put that $500, put in that $500, we'll put that thousand dollars down. We're like, okay, we'll do it. You know, I told my dad, I was at work and I told my dad, I'm like, call her before they close, you know, give them the card information and go save, you know, go get the car. Right. And so he does that everything he's like okay and then i get a call from her the next day she's like okay just letting you know your payment's gone through and then we're gonna go put a hold on the car and then it's gonna be here in a week it's okay i said okay sounds good wow nice week goes by i haven't heard from her at all so i'm like hey like it's been a week what's status on the car and then she's like oh you know how you put money down on that car and you know how we told you that we'll hold it well, it was already sold. And I'm like, what? You went a whole week without telling me this. And so, cause we needed, we needed the car. Cause my dad like had just gone in an accident. And then my car was like in the shop. And so like, we were down to one car between like the three of us. And then, so we're like, we were scrambling. It took a, a whole nother month. Because I wanted this specific vehicle. And we would literally call, yeah. like, we checked the website every day. 
and then we'd call them and we're like hey so uh, another one popped up on the website can you check and see you know can you hold it because they told us they're like oh yeah your deposit is like transferable and then so we're like okay so we call it took us like another month to finally get one and then we're like okay you know let's do it and then i have the car now but like I, that that didn't need to happen wow like it it like the the whole thing was too stressful because i'm like thinking i'm like exactly oh, i'm like maybe she get a refund and then go somewhere else and this and that it's just, it's just the whole the whole thing has been like too, too extra, extra yeah i agree yeah and just like shit like that too like it just makes you want to fucking grab your money and leave but like you need the car so bad and I don't know, bro. I'm, it's stressful. It's ugly right now. Like, honestly, I really hate it. Um, especially because I have to go to work right now. So it's like I have to deal with it now. It's not fun. It's not fun, man. I don't know. I'm just not having a good time. But hopefully I, when I get the car, uh, the car, I will. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just really stressed about it. Let's like, be honest with you. Like you did meant like Burr said, it's it shouldn't be stressful, but it is. And um car buying and home buying are definitely ones that will get you up there i know for sure for me i'm like fuck man it's only getting worse at the moment like oh i don't know i don't know what to do like yeah this is ugly this is ugly Wait, yeah, what, what well, else I was say, I, i'm just i'm just glad you got even approved because like i think that's the hardest thing because like getting the insurance is just easy so like just coming down to whoever you know is the cheapest price but like for a lot of people like who have no credit, you know, and they want to, they need a car. Like, it's like, okay, we'll, we'll go to this bank and then we'll see if they approve you. Well, they, well, they didn't approve you. So we'll go here. Okay. Well, they didn't approve you. So we'll go here. And then this and that, and then they're like, okay, we'll approve you, but your interest rate is going to be like stupid high. Or like the best we can do is like a yeah. car with over 150,000 miles. You know what I mean? No, nah, yeah. Mine, yeah. Mine's I mean, that's that, like, yeah. I think that's the situation for some people. 30, but, uh, hopefully, yeah. I mean, your thing is easy. Like, you just need insurance. Like, that, that I would say, I would yeah, rather take right. insurance than, like, having, like, my credit score dinged by, like, 30 different banks and, like, not approving me. But hopefully, it will it'll get resolved. Yeah, no, you're, thank you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I need, I need to focus on the positive. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's true. Um, honestly, I have a lot of people calling me right now from insurance people trying to quote me. So it's just crazy times right now. Crazy times up here. Okay. Honestly, it's ugly. Yeah, the approved part didn't take long. It took me like thirty minutes to get approved. Honestly, honestly, at least your car was ready. At least your we'll car is here. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that right now. But we'll see. And then, yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm stressed about it right now. Even work is is annoying too. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. You? Uh, yeah, but I want to go down because we were talking about this literally day before. Uh, Instagram comments, comments on the Instagram. Um, you know, for somebody who manages our social media, like there's some days where I'm like, you know what, I need to stay off of Instagram. I need to stay off of because I don't use TikTok. I'm like, I gotta stay off of social media because like Instagram comments are pretty unhinged. And it's not like, I usually like stay out of it. The only time I'll look at comments is like a funny video 
and like somebody will make a funny comment i'll have like ten thousand likes and that and other times like people are just like so stupid like there have been times where i got like so upset something like i literally got not like i lost my like where i was in space and time when i like got disoriented yeah. of how people uh, of how stupid people are what about you they're very stupid i got i got shadow banned for a day i think on sunday because i was talking shit to the uh-huh. cowboys and i got banned bro instagram's sensitive though i don't know about you. i don't know if anyone's related to this but you get an argument with instagram most motherfuckers report you faster than anything what? Yeah, no. It, it, I was just saying. Right? Um, I got into it uh, with somebody yesterday, and I wanted to talk about it because it's also an insight to the studio industry, the Hollywood industry. Um, somebody. It it was from like a skit. I'll probably put up on the screen, but this girl was just making fun of Euphoria, and like, no. like it, it was a funny skit. Like the skew was like, because uh, the director and creator of like Euphoria is like very creepy. Like if you seen, he did a show with The Weeknd and Lily Rose Depp, and that like failed because half of the time it was like The Weeknd yeah. being a cuck and then getting jealous, and then yeah. Lily Rose Depp was like naked half of the time. So she's making fun of the director of That's Euphoria. Weird. And he's like, hey, you know, and he tells, you know, the actor, he's like, hey, you know, it'd be really good for, you know, and she makes fun of it uh, for this scene, you know, about a high schooler uh, is if you take your top off. Right. And then she, and then the yeah. actor's like, well, I don't think that, it, you know, it's a good time because I'm at my grandmother's funeral. And the director's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But since, you know, it's euphoria and you're you know, in high school and you're an adult playing a high schooler, I think it'd be best if you take your top off. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the joke. And somebody said in the Instagram comments, why do you know, why does Hollywood cast these 30 year olds, you know, to play high schoolers? And I, and I know yeah. the answer. Well, they're not, they're not usually 30 when they start, but they're in their mid twenties. And then I commented, well, I'm like, well, it makes sense, you know, why they do it. But, you know, euphoria is creepy and gross. And then the guy's like, listen here, buddy. He's like, why are they going back in time to time travel? Like, I don't get it. And I'm like, listen, dude, I'm not your buddy. I'm like, the reason why they do it, for those of you who don't know, is that they do it because actors under the age of 18 are only allowed to work a certain amount of hours. So if your main cast is under the age of 18 you only can work those certain amount of hours which means production time is going to take longer and that means it's going to cost more and studios do not like that and also that yeah if you get like a baby-faced 20 year old who has some acting experience like they're professional like they know what to do because they've done it rather than like the 14 year old who has Little to no experience. He's probably done some commercials. And those actors, like, they work 18-hour days. Like, uh, we were talking uh, Smallville. We've been mentioning Smallville for these past, you know, couple of episodes. 
Yeah. But like the main star, he would yeah. literally work 19 hours a day. And, and what he would do, so what they would do is like they would drive on set four in the morning in Toronto. So they get there four in the morning. You know, they do hair and makeup, get everybody ready, and then start shooting when the sun rises, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m. And then that literally carries through all the day till like sunset, even after when if they would have night shoots. And then go home, do the same thing again. I'm like, you can't do that no. with, you know, like, for, like a 14 year old kid. You can't do that nowadays. No, you can't do that. And then I'm like, what, what's the cast of Stranger Things? I mean, I mean you can. That, like, that's going to be a fucking nightmare. That's going to be a yeah, fucking nightmare. And then, like, again, like, you can, if the studio, like, Netflix was willing to do it, um, you don't have a, a yeah, cast well, of kids. But, and then I'm thinking, like, Disney Channel, because I'm like, you know, these kids, you know, like, you want them to be professional. Some kids are professional. But then you have other kids like, I mean, like, look at Miley Cyrus and Shia LaBeouf now. I'm like, those people were, you know, like, look how they turned out to be. Even like, I said, I was talking about this with you, uh, you and Josh. I'm like Mitchell Musso, you know, the the friend on Hannah Montana. He gets his own spinoff show. But he's still, but like, I think he's finally, eight. I think he was 18 or 19. I don't think he was 20 at the time. But he gets arrested for a DUI, and then they're like, that throws like the whole show off course. And then they had to recast him with Lemonade Mouth Kid, who would then later be arrested huh? for robbery. But that's another story. But again, like you want somebody who's professional, you know, who's been in the industry, who knows how the industry works. Um, and then I'm thinking, I'm like, to the people saying, like, well, what about Disney? You know, they got casts of young actors. I'm like, well, yeah, Disney literally has like money in advertising because if you like you and me, you grew up watching freaking uh, Dylan and Cole Sprouse do all those Danimal commercials or the Pokemon commercials. I'm like, they're making their money back, you know, with the advertising for those long. And they were selling, um, you know, because it was filmed in front of a live audience. So they're selling tickets. So they're getting their money back in production time. But like there's so much in production like there's not just you know the actors and directors there's wardrobe people there's makeup people there's props department there's lighting there's sound guys i mean it's like a whole thing and then like if you're shooting on location then you have you know you then you have to pay for the people who get the location and you have to film within a certain time and you also have to do casting like the people who are in charge of casting and you have people the the directors of photography who do the show like there's so much to do and then also before yep. i want to finish conversation i saw somebody when i was getting the the gen v clip for the homelander edit go check that out um but somebody said like oh like the show is so good like i can't believe can't wait till 2025 when season two comes out and the guy's like oh i don't understand why it takes so long you know, for these new shows to come out. I'm like, listen, dog. I'm like, I like Gen V a lot too. Like I, I want season two right now, but you got to understand is that for my understanding, not only does this give 
the actor a breaks because when actors, you know, get these shows, they sign contracts and it could be for a one year deal or it yep. could be for a three year deal. And if, you know, the show gets renewed, then they're stuck in that contract for that certain amount of price. But this also that two year gap gives the whole crew time to rest. And not only that gives actors some time to not only relax, but if they want to do other projects, because like, let's say the actor, one of the actors from the boys gets a huge Tarantino film. And then they're like, did you see him in that Tarantino film? He was so good. And then that means the price goes up. So when the time for, you know, contracts yeah. to renew, he'd be like, hey, my guy's a serious actor now because he's done this, this, and this outside of your show. So we want more money. And they'll be like, yeah, okay, we'll do it. So, I mean, it's like, it's crazy that people complain about, you know, the industry, the Hollywood industry, when they don't even understand, like, what goes on. So that's my way. Yeah, and and like Bruder said, your fucking point, and Bruder just said it right now, it's all about money. Yeah. It's all about money. And there's nothing more greeter, like more greed than money and Disney Channel parents who force their kids into it. So you put those two together in the year 2023, you got people, right, um, willing to sell out their kids for a price. And, of course, their kids are not going to see that money. Uh, it happened to one of the fucking chicks from Modern Family who ended up leaving the fucking show and legally, like, moved in with the fucking cast. It was crazy. And you you take that money hungry, and everything is getting just worse now. So I can't imagine parents are going to be like, oh, it's going to a college fund. No, no, it's going straight to the fucking pockets. And you see it around TikTok. Um, you see that family with the with the with sixteen kids. Uh-huh. Have you seen that? You see that first boy? How everybody's yeah. saying like the controversy about that? How that boy looks like he's forced? Yeah. So like, kids are not happy. But the, as long as the parents are getting the money, that's all they give a fuck about. They're not going to cast kids because they know it's going to be more expensive, and it just comes down to money. And you know what? I I and you got to also realize you fucking pedos. That you don't want to see that on your screen or that jail time, you know. And I think like a lot of people in America are like stupid because they're like, "Oh, if I want to watch High School Girl, it is at least make a correct age." What the fuck? Like, do you hear yourself? Like, I don't know, bro. Like, even then, like the same people on the comments, especially the comments, and I see them too. The same people who are like. Oh, she's ugly, this and that. She's wrong recast. She's too old. Are the same people that are fucking jerking off to their <laughs> pages. You know what I mean? You got some weirdos on there. And a good segue to that is I actually got into an argument about the the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer. You know, and you know, me and Bruner, we had our jokes. He he would he would send me the Barbie, and I'd be like, okay, like thought cinema. Um. There was this one guy, man, it was just pressing me that Barbie was better on the comments. And I'm like, you know what, man? Like, it's just, it's good. Oh, sorry. It's good for the cinema. You know, it's good that, you know, we're getting people back yeah. in theaters. And, you know, the cast of Oppenheimer bought tickets yeah. to Barbie. Barbie yeah, bought yeah, it was like very, very Tom friendly. Like, they, very like, friendly. cast acknowledge that they're like, yeah, you know, who who doesn't love Christopher Nolan? Like, of course, I want to go see Barbie and then exactly. Bob Oppenheimer. They'd be like, yeah, 
Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, looks like a fun time. We're definitely going to go see it. You know, it was very friendly. Definitely. And then they, they admit yeah. that too. They're like, like, hey, this no is way. getting people on movies. This is what we're all about. This helps the movie industry. This helps because people, because exactly. the actors are Tom pushing Cruise, against bro. streaming, like of their movies going straight to streaming. So they're like, yeah, whatever that gets people in these seats. And it was a very like natural like a competitive thing like it wasn't forced it's like oh the movie about you know about all pink and barbie dolls is releasing the same day as a movie about you know uh the atomic bombing of hiroshima nagasaki it it was like a very friendly competition it was friendly and even tom cruise that the week before he released his movie he was like if you asked him how do you feel about releasing a movie a week before these two blockbusters same thing Bruce said, whatever gets people to the seats, you know, they don't care. But you, you gotta look at these actors who, I'm sorry, not actors, those kid, those parent actors, you gotta watch out for. Kids, like, they will take advantage of those kids just to make moolah, and the companies are not gonna spend that moolah. It's just easier just to cast older people sometimes, you know, and it's just as simple as that. It's nothing really too big to it. And even in general, like, I, I know this will rant about a lot of different things in this conversation, but one... Hollywood parents suck. Two, Instagram is sensitive. And three, people on Instagram are probably the most delusional. And like, you gotta you gotta meet them in person. Like you got you have to shake their hand and be like, "What do you do for a living?" Because the way you talk, you sound <laughs> like a dumbass. Like that's just that's just the the way I feel at least. You know, comment ca- cancel me or whatever. But I'm, I'm always that's the way I feel. Like just so tempted to like. Like I have to hold, restrain myself from fighting these people, because like I saw like somebody made an edit of Pearl of like just her like completely screaming from the movie, and then so like some guys like, oh glad I skipped this movie when I was doing horror movie rewatch, and I was like so tempted just to say I'm glad I didn't ask because I don't care. Go back to uh, just again to back to the whole Hollywood thing. Um, you know, I, I mentioned like poor, though, my homie, Tom Welling, shout out him who would like, he's the main star. And I just want to say like, oh, wow. Like all these actors work like six and hour days. Like if you're the main cast, if you're the main guy, yeah. the main character, yeah, you're working 16 hour days, but like, it's like, well, why, you know, why do these people like do it? Cause they get paid well. Like, I mean, they do get paid well, yeah. but I mean, it's still like sucks for them well i mean they get paid handsomely but like again a lot of people don't know and i want and i want to bring up again why you know why does why does hollywood hire these people who are you know older you know why are they hiring 20 year olds to play you know high schoolers 15 year olds um because again the whole time situation you only can work a certain amount of hours if you're a minor and i want to bring up like what like they've been doing this forever like you ever watch full house like yeah mary Kay and ashley olsen they play one person because they that's like their loophole is like that one twin can only work like let's say five hours like okay and it's like a 12-hour shoot like okay bring in the one kid and then bring in the other kid. And I want to show, I have some examples. So article from the insider 
It says, despite playing siblings who were close in age to Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus and Jason Earls were actually 15 years apart. It says, when Hannah Montana first aired on Disney Channel in 2006, Jason Earl, who played Miley's teenage brother, Jackson, was actually 28 years old in comparison to Miley, who was 13 Gosh. at the time. I mean, you're, people are like, oh, well, why don't, you know, they hire a 15-year-old? Because he looks 15, right? He could pass for 15, 16 at the time. I'm like, yeah, you just get a baby face, you know, 20-year-old. And, you know, they can pass. Like, you don't need an actual immature kid to... Uh, to play, you know, an, an actual immature person. And then here's a... And that's crazy, too. Yeah, I remember seeing reports that him and John Cena were yeah. the same age. And then here's another one. Even this one's reverse. It says, B. Arthur was actually a year older than her on-screen mother in Golden Girls. Despite playing Dorothy's mom on the NBC series, actress Estelle Getty was actually younger than B. Arthur. At the time the show premiered, uh, Arthur was 63 and Getty was 62. This woman looks 80 years old. Like, no offense to her, but that's the reason why they cast her. Because she looks older than her, what would be her on-screen daughter. Honestly, like it's in, it's only gonna get worse. I think with, with with that, but we'll see. I mean, I'm, I have high hopes. I don't know if people complain about that. I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of people complain when they casted Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man the first time, and they're like, "Well, well, there was that water." I don't know if you remember there was that war where people were like, "Well, Toby looks like a forty-year-old man." Playing Spider-Man in threes. Toby's like, a good actor. There was that, and it, I didn't react to do it. Like, he still looks old. Dude, I, I oh, okay. can, can I go into another rant? I'm sorry, Josh. I know. Oh, I don't know why you have love for this kid, but Tom Holland is the worst Spider-Man ever. Yeah, he is. I think I've said yeah, it on we, this episode. Yeah, we've said too. it I've before. Said it on this episode, I've said it on an episode. Yeah, he can't carry a movie on by himself. He can't. Give me a Spider-Man Tom Holland movie where he carried himself. None. Zero. Literally zero. Jake Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey Jr., Tobey Maguire saved his ass. Saved his ass. And you can't convince me otherwise. And then, oh, what about Civil War? Gee, I don't know. Maybe because fucking Captain America and Iron Man stole that movie? Whatever. Yeah, Tom Holland is the worst. Um, Don't at me. Like, He's the he's probably like the best. He's a good actor. I'm not judging him, but just his movies are kind of unwatchable to me. Um, one one and three are good in my opinion. Like, I'll I'll rather watch Toby's one, two, and three any day rather than Andrew Garfield's Spider Man one. Maybe I don't even know because Andrew Garfield's Spider Man one is actually good as an adult, and then you watch, you know, like No Way Home. And it's like, well, this is a love movie. Give me more Jake Gyllenhaal. That's how I feel about it, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here it is. I was looking right, for a comment. So this guy made a video. And then so, so he was like complaining about uh, Tom Holland. And then he, the guy... In the comment section, it said, "Bro lost his parents. Uncle is uh, his mentor, his best friend, his girlfriend. What else do you want, uh, bro? Uh, he said, "What else do you want, bro? To lose to make you fans happy." So I said, I reply. I said, "How about a non-selfish Spider-Man story that takes place in New York City, not just Queens? Because I'm still waiting that to happen 
to the MCU Spidey. And now I'm like, I see like so many edits of Spider-Man 2, Toby's Spider-Man 2. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is like a, a, a masterpiece. Because like compared because from Tom Holland's MCU, um, the first one, like all he wants to do is just be an Avenger. He doesn't want to hang out in New York City. He just wants to be an Avenger. He wants to be an Avenger. And then he's hardly in New York City. He's in Queens. And then he goes to D.C. And then he goes back to Queens. And then the movie's over. Okay, well, let's look at Spider-Man 2. Okay, uh, goes to Europe. And all he wants to do is get with MJ. Get with Zendaya. All he, that's, and he doesn't want to be Spider-Man. That's the he, whole point of that movie. He doesn't want to be Spider-Man Spider at all. What does Toby learn in Spider-Man 2? He has to be Spider-Man. He doesn't want to be Spider-Man, but he has to be Spider-Man. And he's like, you know what? He's like, all Toby wants is just a normal life. It's like, I want a relationship with my girlfriend. I want to be, hang out with my friend Harry. I want to go to school and get good grades. It's like, nah, you got to be Spider-Man. And unfortunately, I have to do that. And then look at, again, Spider-Man 3. Hardly in New York City. Because when I think of Spider-Man, I think of him swinging around, you know, like Manhattan, you know, Empire State Building. Like, again, because I like this just justifies like in the movie. Remember, they're like, you know, we can't buy Spider-Man other to Spider-Man. Like, where do you guys go? And then he's like, oh, well, I usually hang out in Chrysler Building. Where is that? You know, Manhattan or Empire State has a better view. I'm like, yeah, because those two guys like you know, swing around, do stuff. They don't like just stick to the suburbs of New York City. I'm like, you know, low, exactly. low boy Tom Hall. I'm like, he's a good actor. Yeah, and I'm before like, everybody comes, just these yeah. three movies are not written well. His whole trilogy is not written well. And before everybody comes for us, um, yes, it does take place in New York, Spider-Man 3, but it's taking place in Happy's apartment. You guys got to realize the settings, too. Like, Tom Holland's apartment looks like you could afford rent. You go to Toby's, and you just feel that he's yeah. just an everyday struggling guy who's Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. You go to fucking Tom, you know, Happy's got a little robot. He's got the arc reactor. It just doesn't, like, it just does There's two, mm -hmm. there's a difference. Even what, you can even argue with Tom, um, like, just every time I see MJ with Tom, I, I fucking cringe. Every time I see MJ and Toby, it's always like, okay, awesome. Even in Andrew, I'm like, did I say MJ? I'm sorry. I meant to say um, at May. The at May in Tom Holland is bad, and the Toby and Andrew is actually pretty good. And that's the one thing that was pretty big for me because it was Spider-Man and then Peter Parker and at May. And then... Tobey Maguire's is like, you nailed it. You nailed it on the fucking bullseye. And then you got Andrews, who it's it's good. It's good. And she and she gives one of the most best, in my opinion, one of the best acting performances in any of the Spider-Man movies. When in Spider-Man 1, Amazing Spider-Man 1, uh, Peter comes home with a bunch of bruises. And she goes on a rant where she can't sleep because of Ben and of Bills. And she hides Bills from him. And she works big extra shifts. And she doesn't want him to know about it. Like, that right there is awesome. Perfect. Gold seal of <laughs> approval. You go to fucking Tom's, right? She's over here saying, like, fleeing. She's over here doing this. She's over here doing that. Like, 
fucking Tony is trying to bang her half the time he sees her. And it just doesn't make <laughs> sense. And it just, I just don't agree with it. And I think the only thing that came up good out of Tom was that he came to the Avengers. That we saw that. Because I think everyone wanted to see that with Toby and Iron Man. That's how long it's been. I'm, I, all the fanboys in 2020, I'm sorry, in 20, 2008, 2008, were making like the Iron Man fucking. Where Spider-Man would put on his mask and then Iron Man's fucking mask and hopefully a crossover would happen. And then like the 2003 Hulk, people were making yeah. like those edits. Ghost Rider, now, Spider-Man, Ghost like, Rider. Like that's... Punisher, Daredevil. Yeah, Spider-Man, Ghost Rider, Daredevil. Yeah, <laughs> all those, all those. Yeah, they were going to cross over and that's the closest we've gotten, but we'll see. Um, that's the only thing I, I give Tom about, but yeah, you're right. And, and, and like you're right. you said, like, Tom and uh, not Tom, Toby and Andrew, like they struggled more, and even their Aunt May struggled more. Like you, uh, unlike what you just said, like how their Aunt May had had a pretty easy. Besides her husband dying, like like you said, you're like, oh, you know, uh, Andrew's Aunt May is working extra shifts and bills are piling up, and then there's a scene Spider-Man Two always gets me, is when it's his birthday. And like him and Aunt May are talking on the table. She gives him twenty dollars, and then he's like, "No, no, yeah. no! Like I can't take it." And she gets mad at him. She's like, "Yes, you are. You're gonna take this because like Toby knows he's like, you're not doing well either. Like you might have to sell the house." But she, but Aunt May fights yeah. him. He's like, "No, you're gonna take it." And then you know he goes home, and then the the his landlord Ram. takes the twenty dollars. <laughs> but I'm like, there's no struggle in a. In Tom Holland's, um, no, no in Tom Holland's Spider Man, it was very like he was like the, okay. he's the Michael Irvin son um, of Spider Man. Yeah, he is the Michael. He lived in the gated community because even at number two, he had Happy and all his fucking resources. <laughs> so, whatever. Crazy times up in there in MCU, but I I gotta start wrapping up because I gotta get ready for yeah. work soon. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? No, that's though? it. No, yeah, this was a great episode. I actually feel a lot better now that I've spewed out my feelings. Um, Tom Holland is not supreme. I think we determined that here. Let us know if you agree. I know people are, will come at us for the fucking Tom. So bring it on. I'm ready to argue about it. But again, let us know. Check out the socials. Don't leave anything stupid. The song name will probably be in the fucking description. Just read the description. Don't ask for the song name. That's one thing. That's We're going to post this on Who yeah. Are You. And, and, and people um, have asked, they're like, oh, what's the show name? And then I've replied and they still ask for it. Just read the comments. Someone's gonna, like, come on, guys. Yeah, so check it out. Check out Bruce's uh, edits. Check out that Gen... Was Gen, it Gen B. B? Gen E? Gen V. Boys crossover. Bruce got to explain that to me right now. All right, thank you guys for watching, and thank you for choosing. Wait. Thank you.